0: This week, Leo II! Hello and welcome to Roman Emperor's Hotelus Rankium. I am Jamie. And I'm Rob, ranking all of the emperors from Augustus to Constantine XI. Oh, that still sounds weird. <laughs> and here we are. On a surprise bonus episode. Da-da-da, bonus! Yeah, because I know last time I said no episode for two weeks, but, well, it it doesn't seem fair having this as a real episode. Really? (laughs) Yeah, but the completionist in me really needs to have an episode per Emperor. So this is being released today, and next week we will release Xeno's episode in the normal slot. Okay, Yes, because we're doing Leo too. Yay. (laughs) You were quite impressed with Leo, weren't you? Mm, Yeah, pretty brilliant. How do you think his grandson does? Well, from the introduction, not well. (laughs) (laughs) Let's find out, shall we? So, he was born in 468. Okay. He was the son of Ariadne, the daughter of Emperor Leo. His father was the Asaurian Zeno. It's a great name. Is a good name. Though. With an X. Yes, it's with an X now. Yeah. I'll change that in my notes. At the age of five, he was made Caesar. He was crowned in the Hippodrome. A year later he was made consul. Mm. Yeah. And then Leo dies, as in Leo one, his grandfather. Yeah. Leo two was made emperor. So he's six? Yeah. He's now the Emperor of the East, and he's six. That's fine. We've had young emperors before. You need someone to look after them, don't you? Yes. So, obviously, his father, Zeno, was taking over. Ah. There you go. Zeno's now really in charge, but Leo II was technically the Emperor. Okay. Ten months later, Leo II dies. Oh. Yeah. That's it. Do we know how he died? (laughs) No. Um... Probably natural causes. There is some suggestion from later historians that Ariadne killed her own son so Zeno could get into power, which is yet again just the wonderful misogyny of historians. Yeah. Not not Zeno for trying to get into power. No, no. it has to be the mother for some reason. Uh, this is clearly ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, times back then, infant mortality was a thing. That's it's, true. Yeah. Yeah. He he died of natural causes. There you go hesitate to say this, but should we rank him? Let's do it. Fightius Maximus. Well, <laughs> obviously none. Approbium Macrazium. Yep, still none. Successus Ultimus. He lasted ten months in certain periods. That's quite impressive. Uh, none. none. Next. Imager Face. Okay, okay, we got something, we got something. There were coins minted During his rule. Was there time? (laughs) Yeah. Ten months to make this coin. Okay. So we've got a coin. Right. Here we are. Now, on one side is just that generic, spear over the back of the shoulder, big hat look that we've seen a lot of recently. With no neck. It's with a floating head. It is a floating head. Now, apparently that is Leo too, but obviously not really him, because no. he would have been a child. And he couldn't hold a spear. No, so it's this is sad eyes. A stylized version of him. Yeah. On the reverse, however, mm? before I show you, well I will explain what it is. On the reverse is a picture of him and Zeno sitting together because they're both rolling. Mm. Yeah? You ready? There they are. Ant people. They are ant people. They're back. <laughs> but we've got new ant people. There's a big ant person who I'm yeah. guessing is Zeno, and there's a little ant person who is Leo too. Yeah. So it's got the Christian cross in the middle. He's got. Yeah. He's got a halo. Halo, both of them. Yeah. He's got what looks like a like a GEMB or something floating in the middle. Floating drum, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's got a, a snake staff on on the right next to Zeno. Um, we've, <laughs> he's got well, it looks phallic. That might just be the arm of his chair. It looks phallic. It does a bit, doesn't it? Um, yeah, there you go. He's got his arms crossed. He might even be holding something there. It's hard to tell. He's got tiny little dainty feet. That float. Yeah. This is terrible. <laughs> He's got an ant face. Does he deserve a no. point for having an ant face? No, he doesn't deserve that. He's had that in the past. There's nothing new with that. Okay. Zero. Zero. Completed. So, he ruled for um, ten months. Okay. That gives him a score of 0.2, and that gives him a total score <laughs> of 0.2. Wow. Well done, Leo, Two. No, we can't really say that, can we? No. What we can ask, though, is... Do they have, they have a certain cesar Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. I think I feel like we've wasted the listeners' time by even going through this. Yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? It started off so promisingly with Leo. Hmm. Yeah. But, as you can probably guess, Zeno then takes over. So, yeah. next week we'll get to see what Zeno did. Brilliant! Yeah. But, yeah. it's not over. <gasps> oh no. Because I thought this was the perfect opportunity to discuss who is the best source catch up no what i've done is i have written down everything that the major sources have ever said about him okay literally everything right we're going to go reverse chronologically okay we're going to start in 1988 norwich the historian whose surname is norwich not okay not the place not the place and this is everything he has to say about Leo II. Ariadne instructed her son when his father came to him to make his formal obeisance in the Hippodrome to crown him co-emperor on the spot. It was while she did, nine months later, Leo was dead. So there we go. Right. Notice the discrepancy there. Yeah. Already. Nine months or ten months, already there's Ooh. a discrepancy, but that is everything Norwich has to say, so what are your thoughts? It's perhaps factual. Yeah. I try. A bit dry. Uh, the word obeisance is uh, used. I have no idea what that means. Yeah, uh, a, a formal kind of um, promise, yes. presenting yourself. Uh. Uh, that's nice, learnt a new word. bit much on the embedded clause, though, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Yeah. a bit too complicated. Yeah, so, um, mm, meh. I don't know. Out of ten, what would you score that? Three. Okay. Well, let's go further back in time. Let's go 100 years further back. This is Buri in 1889. The new emperor, Leo II, was a child of seven, and the regency naturally devolved it onto his father, Zeno. But with the consent of the Senate and the concurrence of the Empress Verena, the child conferred the imperial dignity onto his father in the Hippodrome, and then died the same year. Verena being Leo the first wife. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go that's a bit more Burry. information. Yeah, we've got his age. Didn't say how long his rule was, but oh, I think that one's a bit better. Uh, yeah, I'll give that a four. Yeah, so Waldenbury, well you're winning at the moment. Okay, let's go a hundred years further back. Let's go to Gibbon, seventeen seventy six. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really weird this Reading Gibbon, thinking, oh, he's writing this literally as it's all kicking off in the Americas. Yeah. Gibbon literally does not mention Leo II whatsoever. Oh, okay. The first mention of post-Leo is, an epistle was addressed by their unanimous decree to the Emperor Zeno, the son-in-law and successor of Leo. So he just totally skips Leo II. Sorry, Gibbon. No points for you. No. Theophanes the Confessor. This is the early 800s. Leo died, leaving Leo, the son of Zeno and Ariadne, whom he had previously appointed emperor, though he was still an infant. In February, Leo crowned his father in the Hippodrome, with Verena and Ariadne assisting him. After ruling only for 10 months jointly with his father Zeno, the young Leo died from an illness. He's described Leo more than anybody else in terms of he's his name a bit more. Yeah, and actually said to cause of death from an yes. illness. Oh, that's... Oh, yes. No Ooh, one else has mentioned that. Seven points. Yeah. Ten months, this one, rather than nine. And that's um, what we agreed with, so... Yeah. yeah, okay, so... Theophanes, The Confessor, is winning so far. Procopius, 540s maybe. Okay. <laughs> And when Leo also had died in Byzantium, the imperial office was taken over by the younger son, Leon, the son of Zeno and Ariadne, while he was still only a few days old, and his father having been chosen as partner in the royal power the child forthwith passed from the world. Clunky translation. Yeah. (laughs) We well, get the impression. Yeah. It's not great, yeah. though, is it? Four. Right, Who, who's who's your favourite source? Oh, the second to last, the penultimate one was great. Theophan is the confessor. Well, I'm going to have to give a shout-out to Scott Rowland for that one. That comes from a book that he has that I don't have at the moment. There you go. That is literally all I had to work with for this episode. Wow, that's just not a lot. Considering I'm also doing George Washington at the moment. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's like polar opposite. There's just so much information on him. <laughs> Well, there we go. That's this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed it, everyone. Yeah. What's it better than Quintellus? You tell us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, you can... uh, Do all those things. Download us. Yeah. Comment on us. You know where. Yeah. Yeah. And all that's left to be said is... That was terrible. Goodbye. Second Leo, forgotten emperor, not born in Rio. Many people asked to see. Oh, why was he forgotten? No. Who are you singing about? Leo, 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 Leo the ballad of the second leo forgotten and were not born in rio many people asked to see oh why he was forgotten no who's holly i have no idea